Metamorphic Podcast. My name is Mark. I'll be your host. I'm the co-creator of Metamorphic and co-founder of our parent company, Moss Piglet. So today we've got quite a doozy of an episode, so very exciting. Um, to, what we're going to talk about today is open source. Um, we're going to talk about a lot of things, and in the spirit of openness, um, we're going to talk kind of around what I've been going through. Um, So I think that this might help not only myself, but also anyone out there who unfortunately is going through a similar thing um, or maybe not a similar thing, but similar parallels. So we're going to cover a range of topics in a non-scientific manner, in a purely, uh, this is kind of my truth and my perspective kind of manner. We're not going to get heavy into details, um, but we're going to talk about kind of broadly about some pretty serious and important topics. So this is, this is going to be quite an episode. Um, we're going to cover, like I said, open source. Uh, we're going to cover trauma, narcissistic abuse and recovery entrepreneurship and the effects of trauma, prejudice, and also going to briefly touch on some parallels between all of that and some of the latest uh, Supreme Court rulings. So this is going to be quite a, uh, <laughs> like I said, quite a doozy. So without further ado, uh, let's let's jump in. Thanks for being here. into metamorphic news right off the bat so anyone who's tuning in for updates on metamorphic um, you can tune out soon after and you don't have to stay for the rest of the show for everyone else I think there's a lot of value there and for anyone even if you're not experiencing it I think it's there's a lot of value here because uh, we're waking up slowly but I think people and more and more people are waking up to this kind of stuff so but anyway, so open source. So I, I, I'm a bit nervous to talk about it, so I'm just kind of like rambling over and over. But uh, exciting news today in the world of privacy. Uh, we have open sourced the Metamorphic code base. Um, Metamorphic, for those of you who aren't aware, is a simple privacy-focused connectivity platform. Uh, it's something that I've been working on for quite some time. And I'm fortunate enough to now be joined in my venture um, on the business side of things uh, by my cousin and longtime friend, Ryan. And if he's listening to this, uh, hi. And here we go. (laughs) So, and and also um, my father is another co-founder in our parent company, Moss Piglet, um, as an advisor. 
And so got an incredible team, uh, lots of history there, including making, you know, some of NASA's very first GIS systems. Um, yeah, got a good team. So open sourcing the code base was something that I'd been wanting to do for a while, but I'd been kind of terrified about it. Um, the idea of just on one hand, putting yourself out there, um, in any realm is frightening, uh, let alone, um, something that you're kind of like putting your life's energy into. So there was that psychological barrier to overcome. And then there was just kind of the more pragmatic side of it and wondering if it made sense for a software as a service business to open source my code base, um, especially a SaaS business as they're called, that's uh, kind of consumer driven and not necessarily catered to providing code for people. It's about providing a service for people who are not coding um, to use, for people to connect, for people to be uh, protected from the surveillance and attention economy and get some control back and autonomy back into their lives. So I was nervous. I was like, okay, does it make sense? Like, and I had kicked around this idea for a long time and ultimately decided that it's the right thing to do. Um, it supports, uh, what we want to do, which is be transparent and build trust and show you like, Hey, look, this is like what we're doing and it's what we're saying. Um, now there's a little caveat. I've already had my first lesson in the open source world <laughs> and that is, uh, know the licensing of other software that may be in your code base. Um, so I was, uh, I was contacted pretty immediately after I had open sourced it by, um, another developer who's working on an incredible product and we had paid for it to help get some kind of, so I could kind of get more examples and just kind of speed up the site-wide redesign that I'm currently doing. Um, so a little pointer there, I'll put it in the link, but the whole site of Metamorphic has been redesigned for our, our new logo um, and I'm still working on that on the application side for when you're actually signed in. Um, but it's, it's pretty exciting. So you can check that out now at metamorphic.app. Um, but so this gentleman uh, messaged me really fast and was super nice and was just like, hey, like, we love this, super excited. Like, you know, this is something I'm really excited for, for my family too, um, which was really nice to hear. Um, and, then, and then the but. But uh, it's kind of in violation of our license. And so I hadn't realized, I thought they had a similar license to Tailwind UI which uh, allows you to um, open source your code. So I had to, at first I was like, oh man, like, does that mean I can't open source the code if I have some code in here? Like, it's not all the code, it's not even close to all the code, but there is code in there. And then I thought about it and I was like, okay, I think there's a way where I can just kind of like remove that code from the public repository and then keep another repository that has that in there that you know, gets deployed up to production, but they're like in sync except for this code. And then that way this one can continually get updated. People can see what we're doing minus that code and, uh, and we're good to go. And most of that code is, um, uh, super helpful, but it's not like the encryption or anything. It's not, um, it's mostly, um, mostly cosmetic. Um, which is super vital, and it's been a huge help. So, uh, again, the com the guys behind that, the product they're making, if there's developers listening, is uh, uh, 
build. So that's a dot build, like building a building um, domain name. And it's super awesome and I super recommend it. It's been a huge help in just like helping me speed up and get dark mode going. Oh, dark mode was gonna take forever. So it was a big help. Um, but so if you go to the public code, uh, public code base at GitHub, you'll see that um, there's some code that's not there. And that's any code that's like theirs. I just went ahead and like removed it. So just to be extra careful. Maybe in the future, if they change their license to be more like Tailwinds, then we can throw it back in there and everyone can see anything and everything that we're doing. But right now you get a pretty good, pretty good idea. So I'll put both the links to the website as well as our code base. Um, and it all has our sponsorship too. You can sponsor us through GitHub now. So hey, <laughs> and you get perks and you get the support. Um, privacy uh, by default for everyone and one last note it comes with new freemium pricing so now anyone and everyone can start using metamorphic for free um, is inspired by proton formerly known as proton mail and they're just doing everything so amazingly for everybody and i was really inspired by that and it gave me the last little push to be like okay yeah we can give metamorphic away for free and then our free accounts can be supported by the paid accounts and and we can do this and this can work and that way everybody can have privacy by default and still be like have all the perks and be protected from the uh giant demon elephant in the room that is surveillance capitalism that's listening to this right now in some strange digital world I'm um, sorry, I'm drinking a peppermint tea. Oh, it's just like so nice. And like the, the key to it, <laughs> going on a tangent, the key to it is, you know, definitely like how long you steep it for. Because if you steep it too long, then it's pretty, um, it's like an explosion of peppermint in your throat. But you do it just right and it is so relaxing and I highly recommend it. Okay, so... Uh, we had some lessons in open source. Check the licensing. Uh, Metamorphic is now open source. Um, we're moving forward. We're getting closer and closer to um, letting people know to, that they can start using it. You can sign up now and get on the waiting list for your codes. And then as soon as I finish kind of these last touches of the redesign, I'll be sending out codes so people can start using it. Again, you can start on the free tier and just get going and start transforming your life. super hesitant to think about whether I should talk about this but um it's really important to um if you're recovering from any kind of trauma um, it's really important to speak your truth um, because one of the uh, really insidious things about 
trauma that I'm learning is that it can kind of like twist and make you, well, and not just trauma, but narcissistic abuse, um, which is its own form of trauma, but um, it can, that, it can really make you feel like a huge sense, a huge loss of trust in yourself and your truth. And so that's really dangerous um, psychologically and emotionally to anyone's life outcomes. So you know, let alone, you know, imagine a, a child. Um, it's very dangerous. So it's important to speak our truth. So, and I've been um, having, an, you know, in the spirit of openness, I have an incredible therapist. Um, and she also, uh, incur- who's been through, been here with me through all of, all of this and she said and encourages me to um, to speak my truth and to speak out so for all you trauma survivors and survivors of narcissistic relationships whether they're from familial or uh, former lover or you know relationship with a stranger or a co-worker or a boss um, speak your truth um don't be afraid to share but now with that being said we've got some important lessons so first off um now again we're not going to go into this isn't going to be like scientific here right now and and maybe at some point we can bring on some some accredited people to to also like talk about this and that would be really great but first we're going to talk about some of the effects of like trauma so like one of the things that i've tried i've noticed is that like if someone hasn't been through trauma or experienced trauma um that is so great (laughs) and i'm so happy for them um but they tend to have you know even if they're being sympathetic um it's very difficult to grasp and i realize now that like i had no idea about any of the people who would be talking about their trauma what it's like truly like for them and you still don't truly know unless you're like walking in their shoes right but I've definitely been like wow I have a lot better idea now so uh, first off if you ever want to just kind of have an idea it's a different completely different situation than mine but Chanel Miller's book just gives an incredible explanation of kind of like what trauma kind of does to you and one way to think about it is sometimes it's like you could be getting ready to go to the grocery store, let's say, and then suddenly it's like there's this giant wave that just crashes over you. And and before you know it, you're on the floor and you just are not going to the grocery store today. It's just not happening. And it's really unpredictable in that sense, tends to be. Um, it usually, in my experience, um, these effects happen to me, um, when I'm not being data. (laughs) So when I'm in data mode, um, honestly, the world is right again. So, um, but when I'm not in data mode, then I'm in, you know, in, uh, then I'm in this like foreign land and that foreign land is uh, deeply, deeply wrong. 
but that's another story. But so trauma can have some really powerful kind of invisible effects that just affects not only your mind, but your entire body. And there's a great book on it, um, New York Times bestselling book called Your Body Keeps the Score. And I'll put a link to that in the show notes. And that not only talks about the effects of trauma, and especially on children, um, but also um, the power of attunement and how attunement is vital to a child's healthy development and to oh, thus a person's healthy development. And what is attunement? Attunement is more powerful than attachment. And a child needs to be attuned to a parent in order to get the love and emotional and psychological development that's so vital to them at that stage of their life. Um, I can explain it from my own personal <laughs> attunement to the little one that you feel what they feel and uh, subsequently they can like feel you. And that's probably like the best way I can describe it is like I can feel him and yeah, we'll leave it at that. Um, okay, so, oh, and there's a thing that's kind of called trauma brain, and that is, like, totally a thing where it's just, like, <laughs> you know, it's, like, your brain just goes, I had, um, early, earlier, a few months back, I had, I was, you know, trying to take some job interviews, and I got this, like, what seemed like a great job interview for this, like, startup in Europe. And I was super excited about it. And it's just like, oh, I'm a great fit for this. Everything they're doing, like, is stuff that I've done and I'm having to do for metamorphic. Like, I feel like I'd be a huge, great fit. Like, this is no problem. And there was a little, like, code test. And I actually hadn't been coding in a while because I all the, all of this had been even more recently going on and so i i actually just couldn't think about programming but i was starting to feel like i was ready to kind of get back in the arena in the words of Brene Brown and my mind just goes mush <laughs> and i'm looking at it and i'm like i can't even begin to think about this like it just my brain just won't let me think about this just just blank just can't do it um it was incredibly um uh it was embarrassing it was kind of you know you start to see yourself kind of like shaming yourself um and then i just had to remind myself and realize like look like they have no idea what you're persevering through and what you're going through and you did great just showing up. And so it's for anyone who's um, gone through trauma, is going through it right now, or some kind of abuse, especially like narcissistic, any kind of emotional, psychological abuse, um, just showing up is a win. And also that Chanel Miller talks about that in her book too, because once you start, like for instance, going into the court system, Whew, then you're entering in a whole nother world of abuse and gaslighting and trauma and narcissism, but with an incredible amount of authority attached to it. And uh, 
that's quite a quite an experience that I would never wish on anybody and especially anyone who is considered the other um, and we'll get to that when we talk about prejudice in just a little bit but just showing up is a win and you are amazing and the fact that you're going through what you're going through and that you can get through that and that you are getting through that is just out of this world incredible and it takes a long time but you're you'll get there and you'll be so strong and so much better for it so hang in there okay coming up next we're going to talk a little bit more about narcissism Okay. Whew. That was quite a topic. Um, okay, so uh, a little bit more about narcissism. Um, so we all we all have narcissistic qualities. We all and sometimes fluctuate on the like kind of scale or vacillate on the spectrum of of uh, narcissistic behaviors and actions. It's just kind of normal. We're all people. We all see the world through our our lens, our own lens that stamps I on us and our feelings and you know, we all have these kind of things. So the first thing is to like realize that like, just in case, just in case you do something and then you're like, oh, like, man, am I a narcissist? Like, there's a good chance that like, you're not. And <laughs> there's a good chance that if you are a narcissist, you're not even caring and you're probably not even listening to this anymore. Um, unless you're like a self-aware narcissist and that's a whole nother level of scary, but, but so narcissism or narcissistic personality disorder really occurs because that person is really, really deeply hurt. Most likely from their childhood, um, something may have happened and rather than be able to find their way through that and heal that trauma and heal that pain it's now become the trauma and pain that they then put out into the world and to on, onto other people and so you know deep down the abuser is deeply abused themselves in this sense um, and so there's definitely a tragedy to that but it doesn't excuse or forgive them for continuing to abuse other people and spreading it. But that's just kind of how it works. You know, if you listen to the uh, Kendrick Lamar album, his new album, which is just brilliant, he talks a lot about the effects of trauma and abuse. And he has some, you know, prominent kind of like voice speaking over one of the tracks. And it talks about the, the pain body of the abuser from their own pain, their own trauma, and that it, it's literally like has its own life and it needs to feed every so, every so often um, 
not necessarily all the time, but every so often it comes back and it needs to feed on more unhappiness, essentially, in order to keep stay alive. And it's like a living organism, this pain body or trauma that's inside this person. So it's really vital that if you've gone through something like that's traumatized you, um, if you have trauma in your life, whether that's, you know, <laughs> it's causing PTSD, um, it doesn't always have to be physical. Emotional and psychological abuse is just as damaging. Um, and it's a little probably, and it can be more insidious because it's not as uh, recognized and certainly not recognized legally. And so that can be hard too. Not that like physical abuse is not hard. It's absolutely hard and awful and another thing that I would not wish on anybody. But um, I don't have too really any personal experience with that. But I do now, unfortunately, <laughs> have experience with emotional and psychological abuse and uh, some other forms of it. Uh, so <laughs> but uh, so where was I saying? I got a little off track. Oh yeah, but this pain body, it's alive. And so generational trauma, it comes back and it comes back to keep haunting. So like, it's really important that you heal. And it's really important for any person out there that's actually listening to this and maybe abusing others because of their own pain. Like, you need to heal and you need to go get help. Um, and I hope that you'll be okay. And so there's a, a gentleman that does this free course, um, and I'll put it in there. His name is Lee Harris, and he talks about specifically like recovering from a narcissistic relationship and how long that takes. And at one point he says, now, so how long is this going to take? You really need to give yourself about two years. And as soon as he says that, my first thought is like, I don't have that kind of time, um, which is just happens to be my thought every single day about so many things I don't have the time like how am I going to get more time to do this and his next response is is literally if you just thought I don't have that kind of time that just means you don't have the support that you need and I was like oh my god like you have no idea buddy <laughs> I'm 4,000 miles away from my support by design not my design, but by design, you know? It's like, oh, man, spot on, spot on. I highly encourage anyone that's you know, thinks they might be in a narcissistic relationship or is coming out of one, um, check out that link and watch that. And I'll put another link to another woman who also has a, um, a course on healing and a YouTube video. YouTube video. I mean, she probably does, but I meant to say podcast. And so I'll put links to all of that in the show notes for you for resources because it's it's really important. And it's really important to talk about this stuff. And also, like, if somebody hasn't been in a relationship with a narcissist and, like, they really also, like, have a really hard time understanding how a seem, what seems like a simple kind of perhaps actions being done by the narcissist on the outside can have really, really serious detrimental effects to your mental health and your emotional well-being it can be really hurtful so it's really important to remember that like unless somebody's gone through it they probably can't understand you when you're trying to share it 
it doesn't mean that like your truth is invalid and that it's not serious and that it's not warranted in getting help um it is and it also doesn't mean that that person like doesn't love you um it's just it's really hard to truly understand the effects of it unless you've been through it which i'm now discovering <laughs> okay so then how up next uh we can kind of start to move on a little bit um how does entrepreneurship and the effects of trauma like play into everything so i think it's pretty fascinating because what I've noticed is that trauma, like depending on the traumatic event, in my case, you know, the, the like big, big traumatic event that occurred and is still ongoing that I'm having to go through can make you doubt yourself. It can make you doubt your truth. It can make you just doubt just about anything and think that like something bad is going to keep happening to you. And that can make it really hard to motivate yourself to to do something. So in so for entrepreneurship, I think it's really fascinating and I can't help but think that like I'm making metamorphic, which is all about transforming your life. And in the process of that, my life and my little one's life is transforming as well. Um so I know that like good things are coming and good things will come and but that road to get there, it is like a metamorphic rock to just drag this kind of on. Um, millions of eons of pressure pushing down and just completely reshaping, reconfiguring, releasing, and transforming your body, mind, and soul. So... Um, but so in terms of entrepreneurship, you're basically faced with this like massive amount of doubt that's out there. Only the doubt's outside of you. Um, but that doubt can creep in. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs have gone through it where you think, especially like indie bootstrappers um, like myself, and you think like, okay, you know, am I doing the right thing here? And can I really do that? And that thought process is like exactly what I found I'm going through with my with the trauma that I'm having to go through and heal from and process and the trauma that my little one unfortunately has had to go through and process and helping him heal from that. Um, I see that. And so with entrepreneurship, you're constantly kind of reaffirming your trust in yourself and your trust in your vision and your trust in your belief in that what you're doing it can work and will work and and hopefully should work hopefully you're doing something that like will bring some good to a small part of the world or you know i guess if you're really really impactful then a larger part of the world but so that that shares a common thread to then also like being a trauma survivor because you're kind of essentially like having to reaffirm your sense of yourself and your truth and what you know to be right um, in a world especially with narcissistic abuse that's gaslighting you and essentially telling you like no no your truth actually is not true um, and that can be really disorienting 
So as an entrepreneur, it's interesting because it's like, okay, like I'm having this disorienting experience on this side and now I'm on this side, like bootstrapping, metamorphic and building the company too. And there's a whole nother realm of disorientation there. Um, And I kind of think now that I'm where I am now and I um, that it's actually helped me to have these kind of parallels and to see like similarities and yet vast, vastly different um, effects around those similarities. So like on one hand, like the entrepreneurship is not um, necessarily traumatizing, um, but the kind of realm of disorientation, of uncertainty is all very present and doubt and having to, you know, get others to believe in you. um, That is all very similar to this other, other kind of trauma that I'm going through. And so that, that it's, it's been, it's been really fascinating. And I'd be curious if like other entrepreneurs that have gone through trauma have also kind of like noticed a similar thing and also noticed that like by continuing to build their business through the trauma, um, it's actually been helpful to them because it's certainly, I think, been helpful, helpful to me. Um, Okay, next up, prejudice. just come out right now and just say like I thought I understood prejudice but I had no idea and I know that like anyone's like yeah but I really had no idea I mean I could conceptualize it I I, you know had a probably a decent general understanding of the definition of the word I knew that you know it's really bad and and Lots of people, unfortunately, um, have spent their entire lives having to deal with it. So I've been fortunate in that sense. Um, but now having entered into a reverse gender role, I and, and having to be 
I, I've now found myself in the position for this situation that I'm in of the other. And it's made me realize um, that, okay, I'm going to try to say this carefully, that prejudice is really about the other. And so that in some cases could be, you know, um, whether you're black, brown, or Asian. But it's really about the other. And in this case, the other for the society has been those, dem those you know, demographics. And, or maybe demographics, not the right word. But, um, but the point is that it's about othering people and making them separate from whatever society thinks is like normal or not even society but whatever the system that's at play the system of power thinks is normal and the effect of prejudice is trauma so i'm going to say that one more time the effect of prejudice is trauma and that's if you survive it right because otherwise the effect of trauma is death all right I got I mixed my words up. <laughs> the effect of prejudice is death. So again, yeah, well this is just me uncut and raw. And so it is terrible. It is it is like prejudice is is crippling. It's like it just it's like this claw that comes up and it just wraps itself around you and just pulls you down, down, down into this sunken place where you can't breathe or escape and and you realize that you're being pulled down here for no reason at all there is no good reason why you're being pulled down there you are just simply being essentially stripped of your humanity because Someone has decided, someone in a position of power over you has decided that you are the other and you are not worthy. And that is just evil. There's really no better word for it. Prejudice is a manifestation of evil. And I am just so sorry for everyone that has had to live with prejudice in their life at any point let alone their entire lives i cannot imagine that because i'm now having to live with a, in comparison a small bit of prejudice and it is just so traumatizing and so you have to apply kind of the same rules. And I, what I've found is, what I think I'm learning is that you have to speak out and you have to speak your truth. And you'll, and my experience of it has been that like, you won't want to necessarily because of all the other effects we've talked about. You may be like doubting yourself. You may be questioning whether you're actually right and you're actually worthy. Um, you may be scared. You may be afraid that if you speak out, worse things will happen. But I am like here to tell you that depending on what's happened to you, the worst has already happened. 
And unless you speak out, there will never be justice. Um, as I think justice dies in silence. And so as a survivor or someone who's going through trauma or facing prejudice, like you have to speak out and we have to speak out. And so I guess in this sense, this is my way of starting to like tell my truth and kind of speak out. And I hope that if anyone's listening that is having to go through that, well, I'm, I wish that you're not, but if you are like, you have to speak your truth and you have to speak out as well. Um, and so interestingly enough, all of kind of this stuff in my life is like paralleling what's going on with these latest Supreme Court rulings, which there's nothing funny about. Um, so, I mean, the big one, ending Roe v. Wade, um, it's just essentially a massive traumatization of the entire country of women. Um, and, you know, the best way to say it is it's like the United States of trauma. And unless we start, you know, learning these words and learning the language of pain, like I just learned that like what I experience every day, um, being separated from the little one because of our bond and then two other circumstances around it that I'm doing my best to not share right now, um, is anguish. And anguish is an unbearable amount of like grief. Um, it takes over your entire body. Like I said, you spend time on the floor a lot. Um, and so without these words, without this language to understand what we're feeling, we'll never be able to actually like heal and talk about it and move forward as a society. And so right now what's happening is like every woman in the United States has just been traumatized um, whether they're aware of it or not, but I think they are, <laughs> of, by this ruling and this uh, prejudice and this stripping away of, you know, your your rights. Because it's, it's insidious because I think they, I think the ruling is like kind of worded to be like, well, we should give states the rights to do it. But the reality is that it was made knowing that there would be lots of states that would take this right away from from a, from women and they would lose control over their own bodies and that loss of control is just awful and it's going to obviously you know people talk about it's going to affect life outcomes etc but so why talk about this I'm not trying to go too far into talking about that but I was just trying to say that it's interesting because it's paralleling all of my own experiences going on right now with trauma, um, an abusive kind of Stone Age justice system, and, and prejudice, and and being um, classified as the other, and and essentially like you know, um, not worthy. You know, uh, now a whole swath of the population, um, women, every woman uh is essentially you know the supreme court has essentially said like you're not worthy of our protection and why have government at all 
if you're not going to protect people because that's what not having government is is it's letting it's taking away the entire protection of a society and it's letting the you know the the psychopaths and the wolves although i love wolves and animals but you know what we're trying to say but it's letting all the all the real wicked ones run the show and without any protection against that that's that's not a very great society to live in so hopefully uh hopefully we can rewrite this new trauma and then lastly their latest ruling around the EPA again similar kind of thing of like stripping the EPA of being able to regulate pollution this time they sided with uh, you know West Virginia which is in the pockets of coal mining companies so it's you know not to say that like someone who works at a coal mine is bad it's like quite the opposite that's how the conversation gets really skewed but the larger picture is that it's the same kind of ruling where they kind of said like oh well you don't think it's kind of our job to or responsibility to 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 enforce this and it's a really insidious sneaky way um to abdicate the responsibility of protecting society and that's exactly what it's doing and it, it's going to be um it's kind of it's a weird sort of gaslighting so there's a narcissistic abuse there you know i've learned that like our society tends to normalize narcissistic abuse whether it's coming from institutions businesses um or just general like culture and so that's another reason why we need to start waking up and learning these words and learning the effects and learning how serious it is because it's really serious and it's why we have so many wounded and hurt children running around in adults bodies making terrible decisions and destroying the lives of millions of people around the world you know we need just an incredible amount of healing um wow so i think i got through all these like wild topics um (laughs) Uh, thanks for hanging in there. Uh, I'm pretty nervous to release this one. Um, but I think the the big takeaways from this is that uh, is business. <laughs> is that Metamorphic is now open source. It's got a great new redesign. Oh, we worked with an incredible artist, UA Lee, who made the new Metamorphic logo and is also going to be making a new logo for Moss Piglet. Um, incredibly honored to be able to work with UA. Um, and check it out. I think you're, you're going to love it. It's, it's really awesome. Um, and I can talk more about the inspiration behind it and stuff um, on another episode. So check out metamorphic.app. Uh, sign up you can sign up for to get on the waiting list for invite codes once I polished up more of the redesign on the uh, on the uh, application side I'll be sending out more invite codes so you can start using it and now you can use metamorphic for free and then if you want more advanced features and storage you can simply you know select a new pricing tier and get going but so this way everybody gets privacy by default so uh
take care. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for uh, listening. Anyone out there that's going through a hard time, I hope that like hearing that somebody else is also like that you're not alone helps. And also like to uh, say that I hope you um, check out the resources in the show notes. They'll 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 be really helpful. Um, I guarantee it. And I've also had a lot of support, even though it's 4,000 miles away. I wouldn't be here talking to you today um, without it. So to my family that's 4,000 miles away and my friends, thank you. And good things are in store for me, for the little one. And for, and for metamorphic. <laughs> the transformation is underway.